From the man you read to a Brazilian named Fred. From the Socceroos to the latest round ball news. From Harry Kill's tattoo to Cantona's Kung Fu. Want to hear the best world football show on the planet? Well, stand in queue. For Hyundai Ailey. Fan made. Get behind your local club. Muchas gracias for Diego's. Welcome, amigos. This is the Four Diego's across Australia. My name is Carlos Alberto Diego. With me today is Vinny Venezuela, Rodrigo Rodriguez, and Warren Diego. We are the self-styled luminaries of world football in Australia. Vinny, what have we got in the show for listeners tonight? Well, Carlos, tonight we share a special soft sombrero moment with Federal MP and the man willing to blow himself up for the World Cup bid, <laughs> Bob the Mad Hatter Catter. And there's also an A-League news flash with Rodrigo Rodriguez. And there's the latest EPL news with Warren Diego. And there's all you need to know about the World Cup bid scandal with Vinny Venezuela, as well as the latest hot topics from the world of football. There's the Aussies abroad and global news and much, much more. So all you sissy hooligans out there, hang on your sombreros. Coming up, it's an A-League rap with Rodrigo Rodriguez talking about the Brisbane Roars love boat goal celebration. So stay tuned across Australia. This is the Four Diego's. Queensland's Fury. Get Adelaide United for Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to aleague.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. You're with Carlos Alberto Diego, Rodrigo Rodriguez, Vinny Venezuela and Warren Diego here on the Four Diego's across Australia. You can join us right here every Sunday night for your dose of world football Diego style. Coming up, it's a wrap of UK stuff with Warren talking about Wayne Rooney and his backflip at Manchester United. But first, Rodrigo, it's been a big weekend of A-League football. It's always a big weekend in A-League football with the Hyundai A-League, Carlos. Adelaide United have continued their 13-win winning streak with a defeating Wellington Phoenix 3-0 at Hindmarsh. Melbourne Hart deserved a win against Gold Coast United but got out of it with a nil-all draw. And Brisbane Raw defeated Melbourne Victory 2-1 in front of 9,425 people at Suncorp Stadium. So, fantastic result for Brisbane Raw, who right now... With Adelaide, of course, they're on top and playing good football. They have all the ingredients to be the best team in the competition at this point in time. They are playing the beautiful football the way the game should be played, Warren. Yes, Carlos, but sport's all about timing. And I think just for Adelaide and and Brisbane, they've looked at the calendar. They've got their timing all wrong. The finals are in February, not November. They're playing too well too early, you're saying, Warren? Absolutely, Carlos. And beautiful football never wins things. Look at Arsenal, for instance. The only thing keeping Ange going is that poster of Craig Foster that he's got <laughs> in his uh, office because he hates Craig Foster because he called for his uh, resignation when he was uh, with the Olly Roos. It's all about revenge. Maybe we should call for Fosterelli, that's Craig Foster, to apologise to Ange Postacoglu. Maybe not. Uh, do you think... Rodrigo, well, that's your campaign. Well, You've just stated your campaign, Foster to apologise to Ange Postacoglu. Let's move on, though. Not only are they playing beautiful football, but they're <laughs> celebrating with gusto, too. There's love in that change room. And there's love on the field too, Rodrigo. Look, before that, their goals that they're scoring are really top draw. And uh, you should have seen some of the goals from uh, Brojic and Francic against Central Coast Mariners, Carlos. They were sensational. But the kayak goal celebration... I'm calling it the love boat celebration, really. It is a bit. uh, It was reminiscent of uh, some of those Icelandic celebrations from Stjanen. Yeah, absolutely. The fishing one, very good. Carlos, if it is the love boat celebration, does that mean Mass Madoka was Captain (laughs) Meryl Steubing? Who was Gopher, though? (laughs) 
I think Matty McKay, he was, he was at the end of the line, but and they certainly celebrated with Gus. There's real spirit in that change room at the moment, Rodrigo. They've got it all, Carlos. I, I'm imploring the Brisbane Raw fans to get out and watch their club because they are playing the most attractive brand of football at the moment in the Hyundai A-League. Take a few friends, get out and watch them. We want to see 20,000 people at Suncorp Stadium. And I know they'll listen to the Diego's too, and they are listening to the Diego's across Australia with Carlos, Vinny, Rodrigo and Warren. Let's go over the perf there, Rodrigo. Of course, uh, Robbie Fowler has invited Wayne Rooney to join Perth Glory, and the word is everyone believed him. Well, Carlos, I know you think I'm naive, and maybe I was. You could have blown me over with a, a blow dryer on um, the lower setting, because... I thought when God, Robbie Fowler, says that uh, Wayne Rooney's coming to Perth, he's told him all about it, it's a beautiful city, it is a beautiful city, that he was coming. That, that's what I thought. And then he off, obviously went off and signed with Manchester United. I've still got a long-standing open invitation to a kaka, <laughs> Lamb of God, to come and come and help with just a garage sale that I'm planning later on in the year. He but, hasn't answered. But the story had legs that went throughout the world. It reverberated throughout world football, the media, and everyone believed it. Well, everyone believed it, so much so that Ian Ferguson, the coach, had to come out in a press conference and said, we're only joking. <laughs> Thank you very much there, Ian. And Norm Sekolovsky, the defender, basically came out in a press conference with a printout of Wayne Rooney on his face saying, here I am, you've got $45 trillion to you know, spend on me, but uh, lo and behold, he's uh, staying at Manchester United. Tony Sage has done some fantastic things at Perth, but that would have been one coup. But don't give up, Tony. You might be able to do it one day. You only have to come up with over £200,000 a week to do it. Thanks very much, Rodrigo. Rodriguez, a magnificent A-League rap. Next up. It is Warren, and he's going to talk uh, everything that's UK football, in particular how Wayne Rooney was used as a pawn in Fergie's big game, the cunning plan, we're calling it. Stick around. This is the Four Diego's across Australia. Triple M. Taste the Melbourne victory. Get on board the Central Coast Mariners. For Hyundai A-League fan made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. You're with Carlos Alberto Diego, Rodrigo Rodriguez, Vinny Venezuela and Warren Diego on the Four Diego's across Australia. If you want to get in touch with the Four Diego's, drop us an email at diegos at fourdiegos.com. That's diegos at f-o-u-r-d-i-e-g-o-s dot com. Coming up, it's Vinny and a magnificent story about Slatan Ibrahimovic. But first, let's talk EPL football with Warren. Warren, what's the latest on Wayne Rooney? Well, Carlos, I know when we mention porn and Wayne Rooney in the one <laughs> sentence that we have to actually go to the Diego's lawyers just to get clarification. But last week on the show, call me Nostradamus, I actually said that Wayne Rooney was Gonskis. I thought he was gone the way of David Beckham and Cristiano Ronaldo before him. And it seemed like that during the week. The world he thought he was gone, Warren. The world, the world thought, thought he, was, he was, gone. was gone. Sir Alex thought he was gone. But Nostradamus was right on most occasions there, Warren. And Alex would claim himself that he is right on most occasions too, Rodrigo. But he was. The team had lost its luster. He wasn't able to attract high-class players. He even feigned injury at the training session during the week and was wearing the moon boot. It was all over. <laughs> yes. And then, come Friday night, our time, we hear that Wayne Rooney has signed on for another five years. He's managed to get a contract extension from £140,000 a week to approximately two hundred and fifty. But he's been played, Carlos. He's been played. I was going to ask you, why do you think he had the magnificent backflip there, Warren? Was it the balaclava-clad uh, hooligans out the front of his place? Uh, was it the fact that he was disappointing his surrogate father in Sir Alex? Uh, or was it purely for the money? Well, I think Sir Alex and him and the management in some clandestine location in Manchester and hatched a cunning plan, Carlos. <laughs> Sir Alex decided that if Rooney goes, Manchester United have genuinely lost their luster. No longer are they going to attract the star players and Rooney was the one that was going to leave and it was all going to cave in. But what's happened, Carlos, 
Rooney's come in. He's decided to stay. The Glazers are paying him an extra £110,000 a week and they're giving Sir Alex Ferguson £100,000 in the transfer market to go and play. It's my, interesting. Warren, my sources tell me that uh, Sir Alex looked him in the eye and said, you can't go like that. I love you. <laughs> I love you. But what's going to happen to the changes? The dynamic of the changes, it's what makes the great sides throughout the world. They've got to be working together. They've got to know that the next guy's getting as much as uh, what I'm getting. Wayne Rooney's just far enough. He's just blown the wage structure there. And what's going to happen is that there's going to be some unhappy players mm. in that change room, Warren. Carlos, my theory is that what Sir Alex has done with Wayne's approval is not unlike the Cristiano Ronaldo deal where he said, look, let's extend your contract so that uh, when we, you, I'll let you go next year if you're still unhappy, but that way I can just uh, bring in the bucks for Man U. That way you go out making the club look glorious and uh, we can move on and have a smooth transition and we're all happy at Man U again. You're listening to the 40 Diego's Across Australia with Carlos, Vinny, Rodrigo and Warren. I'd be showering by myself if I was Wayne Rooney just for a little while, you know. Wouldn't you just be in the shower on your own so your teammates were way away from you? I don't think you'd be able to keep away from Bubbo in that change room, but uh, <laughs> Rodrigo, anyway. Uh, thanks very much, Warren. A good Wayne Rooney update. Who knows what's going to happen over the next five years with that five-year deal. Coming up, it's Vinny Venezuela talking about Slatan Ibrahimovic and his moment of clarity. So stay tuned. This is the 40 Diego's across Australia. Triple M. Feel the Melbourne heart. Soar with the Newcastle Jets. For Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to a-league.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. Vinny, you've got an update about AC Milan star Slatan Ibrahimovic. Yes, thank you, Carlos. Look, uh, being a fan of the world game, a, a connoisseur, if you will, you know, it's like a big family. You like to see players grow and develop. And look, no one was happier than the Diego's, were they, Warren, when uh, Wayne Rooney, for example, went from Bambies on the outskirts of Manchester to the Lardy Dar establishments of uh, <laughs> South Africa. It was good for everyone. It was good for everyone. Good personal for everyone. Growth. You've got to love personal growth. Well, uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, who uh, was the former Barcelona, and before that he was at Inter, and then now he's got on to uh, AC Milan. So Zlats, you either call him Zlats <laughs> or Ibra or Dodo. You can call him Dodo too. He's come out and he's, uh, he's had a moment and he said, I'm now looking to work a lot for the team. At the start of your career, you are more individualist. The other day as I waited for the ball, it struck me that there were people wearing the same clothes, <laughs> just like in Bunnings. <laughs> then you understand that the group is more important than the individual. When my teammates are happy, I am happy too. And Fantastic. right there, Carlos, that's personal growth and development. Certainly is. And, uh, of course, he's shown the fact that he's grown and evolved over the years, hasn't he, Vinny? Oh, he has. He's a giant of the game. Look, he's going to rip it up at AC Milan. So good on you, Slats. That's why they pay you the big bucks. Thanks very much, Vinny Venezuela. Great update on Slats or Ibra to his mates or Dodo. <laughs> Dodo. Yes, well, I remember that one there too. Coming up, it's more of Vinny Venezuela. He's got the shocking truth about the World Cup bid scandal here on the 40 Diego's across Australia. Arriba! Triple M. With the Wellington Phoenix, get Gold Coast United for Hyundai A League fan made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. This is the Four Diego's across Australia with Carlos Alberto, Diego, Rodrigo Rodriguez, Vinny Venezuela, and Warren Diego. You can join us right here every Sunday night for your dose of world football Diego style. Coming up, we've got a special soft sombrero moment with Federal MP Bob Catter. But first, Vinny, what's the update on the World Cup bid scandal? Carlos, Rodrigo, Warren, there's trouble in FIFA paradise. <laughs> there's trouble. People are just paying other people to buy their votes. Allegedly, Vinny. Allegedly. And, and Vinny, I've been depressed this week because for the whole of my life I've lived thinking that FIFA are squeaky clean, that nothing 
ever goes on behind the scenes that's untoward. I'm devastated by the fact there's two delegates. Yes, uh, Amos uh, Adamu of Nigeria and the uh, OFC president, uh, Reynal Tamari Devastated. from Tahiti. Under Sepp's reign, I didn't think this was happening, Carlos. But, but Warren, you are in your own fancy land right now. If you think that it's not murky and dark and, and uh, underhanded at FIFA... In the, the quality of the FIFA. bid, Carlos, it's the hard. stadiums, the facilities, the infrastructure. You think it's all about the bid book. It's all about Frank Lowy's yacht and how many times he's invited the FIFA executive on that yacht no, don't worry to about play. Frank. To play. No, don't put Frank in the same league as these are. Uh, these, uh, allegedly, Vinny. These alleged, <laughs> alleged malcontents. Can I say, the only mistake these guys made, allegedly, was asking for the money to be deposited into their own personal accounts, especially I'm, not, I'm referring to Amos Adamu from Nigeria. He's purported to have said that. That's the only mistake because... What's wrong with asking for money to enhance your football stadiums in your countries? Oceania, a small football minnow. Nigeria, poor. Rodrigo, I'll go another step. What's wrong with selling your vote? There's nothing wrong with selling your vote. Of course, Frank Lowy right now has 13 Westfield shopping towns <laughs> gift-wrapped, ready to go. Of course, it was a sort of a sting uh, carried out by uh, the Sunday Times. They had a whole undercover people there. There were cameras. It was everything. There was talk of money. But apparently, um, Reynald Tamari of Tahiti, he also asked for a mountain. Uh, because Tahiti are so scared they're going to be underwater by 2022 that they want to make sure that they can see the games no matter what happens. Well, Vinny will certainly keep us up to date with uh, the World Cup bid scandal in the coming weeks. Uh, you're listening to the 40 Diego's across Australia with Carlos, Vinny, Rodrigo and Warren. Now, Vinny, you got some Aussies abroad update. Look, I just wanted to you know, salute Super Tim for scoring in that uh, Liverpool mm. derby and he didn't use his head this time. It was a nice little goal. Josh Kennedy scored last week and uh, he's the top goal scorer in, J- in the J-League uh, with 15 and that, that's Kudos to him. Scotty McDonald, no luck. Apparently, he keeps seeing Pim and it freaks him out. (laughs) Josh Kennedy scoring goals for fun in Japan. Absolutely. It's not a fun place to score goals, but he's scoring goals for fun. Vinny Venezuela, thank you very much for your World Cup bid scandal update and also his Aussies abroad. Next up, it's a special soft sombrero moment with Bob Catter and how he's willing to blow himself up for the Australian World Cup bid. Stay with us. This is the Four Diego's across Australia. Triple M. Get with Sydney FC for Hyundai A-League. Fan-made. Go to aleague.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. Last week on the Four Diego's, we spoke to FFA's Ben Buckley about Japan's secret weapon for their World Cup bid, and this is what happened. Now, Ben, uh, Japan is proposing a uh, 3D holographic telecast as part of their uh, bid package. Now, what can we offer? Are we thinking of doing something with uh, Bob Catter, for example? <laughs> <laughs> No, we haven't uh, come up with anything quite like that. Look, I, could I think quite a, old. We could get a big inflatable big Bob Catter to welcome them in. <laughs> well, maybe up in the Queensland states where we hold the World Cup events, we might do something like that. Then on the line today, please, a big 40A goes welcome to Federal MP Bob Catter. In response, Bob, how are you going? Well, I thought his uh, reaction was a little less than lukewarm. I <laughs> <laughs> Now, Bob, uh, you know, I am the brains behind uh, the Bobcatter dummy. Now, I'm just wondering, would you be okay if the dummy came with a slogan, that's not a gun in my pocket, I'm just happy to see you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm a bit worried about the use of the word dummy as well. But then again, you have dum-dum bullets, see, so I presume you're referring to that sort of thing. Now, Bob, before this is Rodrigo Rodriguez, you know, your life goes on a certain path, but the four Diego's plus Bobcatter, who would have thought, does that give us, together the balance of power now, Bob? Well, it's a bit of a move from the three amigos. The analogy stands correct, and I'm a bit worried that Spain won the cup and we've got 
for Diego <laughs> on the program. Now, Bob, it's Carlos Alberto Diego. Now, to want to blow yourself up for Australia's World Cup bid hopes, you must love the game of world football. I think uh, when you were running around, you probably would have been a bloke who would have hogged the ball. What, what's your knowledge about the game? Do you love the game? Do you, do you have any knowledge at all about the game? No, seriously, that was our problem. Any time they started playing it in North Queensland, some beggar got sick of all this and he'd pick up the ball and insist upon running with it, in which... The rest of the mob would bash him. And it's one of the things that sort of held us back a bit in soccer. You're listening to a special soft sombrero moment with Bob Catter here on the Four Diego's across Australia. Now, we know you've got three on your side, Bob, but you need 11 for a game of football. I'm just wondering if you can give us an insight. If you had to put a football team together out of the uh, House of Reps, we know you've got three. Who would be a few of the other guys that you might get on your side? A couple of enforcers, a couple of skillful guys? Well, you know, Wayne Swan, he was a bit toey uh, over the last uh, five or six weeks. Uh, Mark Abib, you know, he can take him down, knock him out, and the rest doesn't see him. These are the sort of uh, blokes that leap to my mind. I'd have to drop Kevin Rudd, you know, uh, much as he's a good mate of mine. Sorry about that, Kev, you know. Now, Bob, you know the uh, importance of numbers in the political process. Most likely, this bid process is going to come down to Australia and the USA for the World Cup in 2022. What advice do you give Frank Lowy, who will be lobbying in the run home to the announcement on December the 2nd? Well, you only have to look at these Americans. Uh, I mean, were they there in the First World War? No, they came in after it was all over Red Rover, you know, in Second World War. Oh, yes, they came in only because they were forced in. I mean, these are not tigers, not by nature. So, I mean, they haven't had a good record. Hey, Frank, you should win this one, mate. Now, Bob, as a proud North Queenslander, with these sporting events normally being held in capital cities, one of the things that you must like about the concept of the FIFA World Cup is the ability for games to be taken to places not capital cities, and North Queensland could really benefit from having a game or two of the World Cup. No, seriously. You know, we have a very large population that is coming up from Europe in far north Queensland. A lot of them still speak European languages. And um, soccer is a very popular sport there, as is rugby league. I mean, we get very substantial crowds. And also, Bo Derrick and Lee Marvin used to be regular visitors to Cairns. <laughs> Not that I would dangle that as a sort of an attraction. That no, you should, Bob. You should. That's soccer. important. I would. What, Lee Marvin? No, I hope not. No, no. <laughs> Derek. We're talking about Bo Derek there, uh, Bob. <laughs> oh, right. Bob, you know, given that it, I'm the brainchild behind uh, the inflatable doll, can I just say, that, you know, given that an inflatable Bob Catter would cost the taxpayer a fair bit of money, are you open to it being used again, say, for Moomba or the Mardi Gras in Sydney? <laughs> well, I keep getting this image of a plug coming along with a pin all the time. Uh, that's, that's <laughs> and probably... listen, Venezuela, I appreciate it. You comments, but but I do have this little bit of fear, you know. That's probably likely to happen at the Mardi Gras, Bob, in particular. <laughs> well, Bob, it's been a great pleasure speaking to you, mates. Uh, Vinny's got his pump ready. We've got the inflatable doll ready to blow up. We hope that you'll be there for the launch of it with the Four Diego's, but uh, thanks for your time today, Bob. God bless you. That was a special soft sombrero moment with uh, Federal MP Bob Catter here on the Four Diego's. Next up, it's Warren talking about the Cinderella story of English football Blackpool and Ian Holloway, their manager, the man himself. This is the Four Diego's across Australia. Triple M. Taste the Perth glory. Hear the Brisbane roar. For Hyundai A-League, fan-made. 
Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. This is the Four Diego's across Australia. Warren, tell us about Blackpool's manager. You're in love with this guy, aren't you? Carlos, every so often somebody comes into your life that's too good to let go. <laughs> <laughs> you embrace them. You love them. You want them to stay. Like Wayne Rooney. Like you. Like Stevie G. <laughs> but on this occasion, I've fallen in love with Ian Holloway. Just doing a little bit of research. with Unlike me during the week in terms of the words and wisdoms of Ian Holloway. And when a manager can describe his team's performance by comparing it to actually meeting a girl at a nightclub on a Saturday night, I think there's a lot in it. And I just want to quote this for you, Carlos. I think it's worth listening to. Some weeks the lady is good looking and some weeks they're not. Our performance today would have not been the best looking bird, but at least we would have got her in the taxi. <laughs> <laughs> now, Carlos, I love that. And... He was asked about how Blackpool are going to deal with being in the Premier League this season. And it's an interesting philosophy that he has. He said, when my mum was running the house when I was a kid, all the money was put into tins. She knew what was in every tin and how much I had in mind. That's the way we'll run our club this year. It's just a fantastic way. And Carlos, you were talking to me about Ian Holloway before the show. And you've got an interesting theory that I want to start pushing with the Premier League right now. I think good blokes who run quaint clubs like Blackpool should be absolutely free of any relegation fear for at least one year. In fact, give them a Champions League spot immediately. If they're good blokes and they run quaint clubs. Exactly right, Carlos. So from this point, watch out for Ian Holloway's quotes because there are many more. And watch out for Blackpool staying not only in the Premiership but playing in the Champions League next season. And Warren, how long before he's showering with the boys too, like Tony Pullis? <laughs> it's been a trade of his for a long time, Vinny. Warren, thanks for the Ian Holloway rap. Next up, we talk young Socceroos in China and Matilda's in Korea with Rodrigo Rodrigo. So stay tuned. Across Australia, this is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Feel North Queensland's fury. Get Adelaide United for Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to a-league.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. Welcome back. This is the Four Diego's Across Australia. You're with Carlos Alberto, Diego, Rodrigo, Rodriguez, Vinny Venezuela and Warren Diego. Rodrigo, the kiddies and our women did us proud in Asia this week. They certainly did. They got to finals and uh, sadly didn't win. But uh, let's start with the Matildas, of course. They're the senior team and they've gone down in the 2010 Peace Queen Cup final to South Korea 2-1. And uh, it was a great goal by Kate Gill, but it wasn't enough to get the girls over the line and sue one in the, the Korea Republic. And congratulations to Kate Gill, you've got to say. She's won the Golden Shoe Award as the top goal scorer of the tournament with three goals. It's a good time for Korea at the moment. The North Koreans won, the South Koreans won. They should uh, reunite. Let me tell you how they selected the uh, Australia's <laughs> opponent here. In the group stage, Korea, Republic, uh, New Zealand and England all recorded scoreless draws. They actually uh, were determined by drawing lots by the head coaches. That was Australia's opponent. That's how they were drawn. Wouldn't if a bit of corruption uh, occurred there and they tampered with those lots, Rodrigo? I was going to say, is that how the World Cup bid process works, Carlos? <laughs> I'm not sure. So there you go. Congratulations uh, to South Korea and also to the Matildas. They're off to uh, Germany now to play in a friendly and then obviously to the World Cup in uh, June. Let's go talk about the young Socceroos. They lost a, an epic encounter, you've got to say, against the North Koreans. But Carlos... The future looks bright for our Fantastic. Uh, a lot of people are coming out and saying that the golden generation is over in uh, world football in Australia. That's not true. Matthew Leckie, a star. Remember that name. Karen Bullock, a star oh, of any Venezuela. Mr. Remember T. That Mr. Mark Birigidi needs to work on his catching <laughs> skills, but you're a star, son. <laughs> now, Carlos, you implored the Aussies last week to lose 
for the sake of the North Korean players. And it's fair to say that the whole country of North Korea had a huge sigh of relief when the boys won. The young Socceroos are going to Colombia, but Carlos Mustafa Amini is a star. Nice hair too, Rodrigo. Oh, beautiful, beautiful uh, hair. Leo Saith reminded me of me when I was younger. Yeah, not anymore though. <laughs> no, no, not anymore, especially <laughs> with the skills and the hairdo. But thanks very much, Rodrigo Rodriguez. Love it when the kiddies and our girls do well overseas. Thanks very much, Warren. Thanks, Vinny Venezuela. Thanks, uh, Rodrigo Rodriguez. I'm Carlos Alberto. Remember, for your dose of world football every week, tune into the 4 Diego's right here every Sunday night. If you want to get in touch with us, drop us an email at diegos at 4diegos.com. That's diegos at F-O-U-R-D-I-E-G-O-S dot com. So remember, Vinny, wherever Puerto Rican girls hang out, we'll, we'll be, be there. there. Wherever you samba, rumba and la bamba, we'll, we'll be there. there. Wherever there are girls with fruit on their head and balls at their feet, we'll, we'll be there. there. Wherever Gringo play football we'll, we'll be, be there. there we are the diegos on triple m